are back. Yes, it's been are. a while since we recorded. It has been. It was nice. We took a little break, went on vacations, and yeah. Now we're back in the groove. We sure are back in the groove, we and are, it's cooler. It is cooler. It yes. is. Ugh. We are here to finish up Exodus. I can't believe it. So exciting. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about uh, Exodus chapters thirty-five through forty. And if you would like to start us off in prayer. Sure. Okay. Lord, I know you are with me and love me. Give me peace of mind as I prepare for this time of study. Help me to focus on my books and notes. Keep me from all distractions so that I will make the best use of this time that is available to me. Give me insight that I might understand what I am studying and help me to remember it when the time comes. Above all, I thank you for the ability to be able to study and for the many gifts and talents that you have given me. Help me always to use them in such a way that they honor you and do justice to myself. In your name I pray, amen. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you. Is there anything you want to chit-chat about before we get started? I can't think of anything. All right. No, how about you? No, no. Kids are back learning. I'd love to say they're in school, but they're learning. (laughs) Maybe. We hope. We hope. We hope they're learning. It's week two. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I know. They got to get back. Yes, we pray they get to go back. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about that. No. All right, so let's start up. Let's do a recap of Exodus chapters 30 through 34. Uh, Now, God was still explaining to Moses what was going to be included in the tabernacle, how the items were to be made and where they were to be placed. And we spoke about the incense and the wash basin and the anointing oil. Uh, The Lord specifically chose Bezalel as a master craftsman and Aholiab as his assistant to help construct the tabernacle. Uh, The Israelites had become restless while Moses was on Mount Sinai speaking to God. And uh, Aaron assisted them in making that, that gold calf. Yeah. That was something. Yeah. Uh, God was mad. He was going to wipe out the Israelites, but Moses spoke on their behalf. Uh, the Lord had passed in front of Moses while well, he was partially blocked, and Moses' face became radiant after that. Gosh. And then lastly, uh, Moses provided two more stone tablets for the Lord so he could write the Ten Commandments on them again. Yes. Because remember, Moses threw them down and mm. they broke. Yep. Uh, was there anything else? No. That you wanted to bring up there? Wonderful. No. Okay, so chapter 35. Now, Moses had made it clear to the Israelites that God wanted them to keep the Sabbath, a holy day, dedicated to the Lord, and the punishment was death. And Moses asked those with generous hearts to offer their services or goods to the Lord so the tabernacle could be completed. Um, Now, did you have any notes for that area? That, no. I don't have any for that one. Um, you know, for that part, I had Moses appealed to people with generous hearts. Only those who were willing to give were invited to participate. God loves people who give cheerfully. Our giving should be from love and generosity, not from a guilty conscience. Review what God has done for you. Has he blessed you with enough to meet your daily needs? Thank him 
and then cheerfully give so others' needs can be met. Learn the joy of giving wholeheartedly to God. And this reminded me, we were talking about this not too long ago, how just thanking God, sitting down and thanking God for the basics. Yes. A roof over our heads. Food. Yeah. Clothing on our backs. Yeah. And if you start like really breaking it down like that, you'll see just how blessed you are. Yeah. Regardless of all the extra. Yes. Because those are the needs. Our needs mm -hmm. are met. And then think of all the extra you have. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Because our needs are met. Yes. If you really think about it. Yeah. You know, some people don't have cars. Right. Some people don't. Maybe their health isn't so good. Right. If you if you if you're in good health or decent health, be grateful every single day. Yes, exactly. I mean, you know, really, what do you need? If yeah. you really thought about, there's not much you need mm -hmm. in life for sure. Exactly. And I think once you start thinking more along those lines, and God, it changes your heart. You'll start to let go of a lot. Yes. And we've talked about that. Yes. Yes. Yep. For sure. That's right. None of it doesn't seem necessary anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, I wanted to read Exodus chapter 35, verse 21. Okay. All whose hearts were stirred and whose spirits were moved came and brought their sacred offerings to the Lord. They brought all the materials needed for the tabernacle, for the performance of its rituals, and for the sacred garments. Mm -hmm. Do you have a note for that part? Yes, I ha well, I have. Um, where did the Israelites, who were once Egyptian slaves, get this golden jewelry? When the Hebrews left Egypt, they took with them items they requested from the Egyptians. The Egyptians had been so glad for them to go that they readily gave these valuables to the Hebrews. This included gold, silver, jewelry, linen, skins, and other valuables. I remember that. We read that. That's you know, right. That was, yeah. He yeah. was always thinking of head, God. You know, of yes, course. And preparing them every yeah. step along the way. Yeah. Bezalel who we first heard about in Exodus chapter 31. Um, the Lord specifically gave him master craftsman skills, and he and Aholiab were to teach their skills to others. And then they all worked together to construct the tabernacle. And the Israelites were so generous. Um, the skilled workers, they had told Moses, were like, we have too much now because yeah. everyone's been so generous. Yes. Um, so they had more than enough to complete their work. Yes. That's awesome. That was, yeah. Now, did you have anything else for chapter 35? Um, I had, let's see, on on 26, it said, um, it kind of goes with um, all the skills, skills. It says the women were willing to use their skills to spin the goat hair into yarn. The leaders brought onyx stones and the special gemstones to be set on the ephoid and the priest's chest piece. And then I had those who spun cloth made a beautiful contribution to the tab tabernacle. 
Good workers take pride in the quality and beauty of their work. God is concerned with the quality and beauty of what you do. Whether you are a corporate executive or a drugstore cashier, your work should reflect the creative abilities God has given you. Mm. Like always do your best in the job you have. It doesn't matter what you are. That's you right. You know, we all fit into a piece of the puzzle. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so we'll move on to chapter 36. Now these next couple chapters, we, we have a little bit to talk about. Um, chapter 36 goes into great detail how the tabernacle was built from the curtains to the tent covering and the framework. I just had one note for that section. Yeah. Uh, making cloth, spinning and weaving took a great deal of time in Moses's day. To own more than two or three changes of clothes was a sign of wealth. The effort involved in making enough cloth for the tabernacle was staggering. The tabernacle would never have been built without tremendous community involvement. Today, churches and neighborhoods often require the same kind of pulling together. Without it, many essential services wouldn't get done. You know, that's something that I wouldn't have really thought about, but it must have taken a long time and a lot of people yes. to get all of the, the curtains done. Exactly. I mean, I can only imagine. And then, you know, they talk about that goat hair and mm. what was the other hair? Aunt, no, goat hair. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think that probably was heavy after a while? Yeah. You know, I mean, all of it's so, so tight together, like how wool is heavy. Yeah. I can't imagine. I just bet it was beautiful. Oh, that's all I had for 36. Was there anything uh, else yeah, you wanted I, to talk about? No, that's... Okay, and then chapter 37 provides more details as to how Bezalel and the skilled workers built the Ark of the Covenant, the Table of the Presence, the lampstand, and the incense altar. In previous chapters, God provided exact instructions and what building materials were to be used when constructing the tabernacle, and now all this is coming into fruition. Yes. And we do get one note in this section. Did you have it? Did you? I put, yeah. Uh -huh. the, um, the Ark, also called the Ark of the Covenant, was built to hold the Ten Commandments. It symbolized God's covenant with his people. Two gold angels called cherubim were placed on its top. The Ark was Israel's most sacred object and was kept in the most holy place in the tabernacle. Once a year, the high priest entered the most holy place to sprinkle blood on top of the ark, called the atonement cover, to atone the sins for the entire nation. Mm. So I think the blood represented now Christ. Okay. You know, like pointing to Christ even in the Old Testament. Mm. You know, to die, dying for our sins, the blood was... A precursor to, yeah. to Jesus' death, death on the cross. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That it all comes together. Yep. Mm. You know, I, we have to remember that he's he, he already had been through all this. I know that's hard to imagine. Mm -hmm. Okay, so chapter 38 details how they built the altar of burnt offering, the wash basin, the courtyard, and the inventory of materials used. Um, 
And then there were just a few notes. Did you have any notes? For I them? have um, the 3821. Okay. In the building of the tabernacle, Moses laid out the steps, but Ithamar supervised the project. We all have different talents and abilities. God didn't ask Moses to build the tabernacle himself, but to motivate the experts to do it. Look for the areas where God has gifted you, and then seek opportunities to allow God to use your gifts. Mm. I think that's so important to make sure that you do use your gifts and to honor him. Don't you? Oh, no, absolutely. And you know what? Even like, even if you're having a hard time with that, because maybe you're like, what, what could I possibly offer? Like, try to sit down, just sit down and write some things out. Like, what am I, what am I okay at? What am I good at? What can I offer? Yeah. And you could even ask a A friend, friend, like, what, what do you see? Yeah. And then you can build from there. Yes. When we started our Bible studies, you were so good at pulling out stuff and bringing all this rich, I don't want to call it history, but information. Like we studied one thing, but then you brought all this extra information about it. And you are so good at that. And like this podcast, that is your talent. Well, no, I do. I'm saying it. You're so good at that, like research. And and I think it makes you happy to do that, too. Yeah, no, I do. I've always enjoyed stuff like yeah. that. And especially um, on God and Christ. I've seen you grow in that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and you love it. Mm-hmm. And then it made our experience richer. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm being, you know, so. Well, thank you. Well, and I think when we find it and then sometimes it's kind of hard to use your gift at times to be honest, to to glorify him. Maybe sometimes you don't want to, Mm. like you're tired or whatever, but when you do it, it just brings you joy. It's, it's pretty amazing. I think when you do find, not find, but I think, I think the Holy Spirit kind of exposes you to what your mission is yes like when 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 god knows okay so-and-so's ready now to do this yes and it's like oh okay he tells you yeah it's pretty amazing Mm -hmm. and it's just neat how everyone learns that at different times in their life like in their whole journey you may learn it at nine years old. You may learn it at 75 years yeah. old. It's just your personal journey. Yeah. And yeah. he has it ready. You know, you just got to be still at times. Yeah. And darn it, can't we just know from the get-go? Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, just tell us. So much sadness would be, you know, taken know. away and frustration and anxiety. But don't you think that's what makes us ready for it? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Ready for it and to accept it and to be prepared for that. For that. Yes. And grateful. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he knows. Or we'd mess it up. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, your gift. I, you're, I think God, God told you very early on. Oh. No, no, I do. I do. 
I think he, he told you very early on, these are your gifts and this is how you are going to glorify me and show others. Oh, friend. Thank no. you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Like, because even when we first met, like, you could just tell. Okay. Yeah, you could just tell there was something different. All right. <laughs> I hope. Kind of hateful a lot of the time. <laughs> do yeah. you, but do you feel as though you keep growing, or do you feel like you've just always known and you've gone with it all through all the years? No, I think we keep growing. Mm hmm. And I think he whispers things in our ear, or the Holy Spirit does for in, all, in for him or whichever, what we should now conquer. Mm. And I think sometimes I'm afraid. Mm. And I don't do them, but he keeps saying it. And I just need to do some of them. And I've done some, but, but I always try to honor him. I do get naughty, though, like everybody. <laughs> Sure. Well, I mean, we all do. Not that I'm some head honcho, but we all right. are naughty. Yes. That's why he, God had to die, you know, but, or Jesus, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, I know. There is one I can, I always say, yeah, I know, because I can hear it. I have to conquer one I know. Okay. I'm going to. You will. Yeah. But like we said, maybe it's just not that time yet. Yeah. It's going to be. Mm hmm but I'm so thankful that we have him. Yes. I'm so thankful. All right. right. So, uh, let's see. Moving on. Oh, you know what? Did you... I'm going to read this note about the lampstand. Okay. Uh, the lampstand used in the tabernacle and the temple is sometimes called a menorah today. Why I didn't put two and two together is beyond me. I'm like, oh, they had a lovely lampstand. That's oh. so nice. In Solomon's temple, which we will learn about later on, there were ten such lampstands, five on each side before the most holy place. The design of the original lampstand was conceived by Bezalel, a man filled with God's spirit who was an excellent craftsman. The lampstand symbolized God's light present among his people. Jesus Christ told us that he is the light of the world. If we follow him, we will have the light that leads to life. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all okay. I had for 38. Yes, me too. Okay, so moving on to chapter 39. Uh, it gives us a closer look at how the ephod, the chess piece, and additional clothing for the priests were made. And if we remember, the ephod was the um, sacred clothing worn by the priests in the tabernacle. And it was made with very fine linens and gold. And two onyx stones were engraved with the names of the tribes of Israel, which were placed on the shoulder pieces, as a reminder that the priest represented the people of Israel. Yes. Now, did you have notes for that part? I had just one. Uh-huh. And Moses inspected the finished work, saw that it was done the way God wanted, and then blessed the people. A good leader follows up on assigned tasks and gives rewards for good work. In whatever responsible position you find yourself, follow up to make sure the tasks are completed as intended and show your appreciation to the people who have helped. Mm -hmm. Now, um, in Exodus chapter 39, verse 32, 
And so at last the tabernacle was finished. The Israelites had done everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And like you said, he inspected it and it was it was just as the Lord had wanted and Moses blessed them. Yes. In the, one of the other notes, the tabernacle was finally complete to the last detail. God was keenly interested in every minute part. The creator of the universe was concerned about even the little things. Matthew chapter 10 verse 30 says that God knows the number of hairs on our heads. This shows that God is greatly interested in you. Don't be afraid to talk with him about any of your concerns, no matter how small or unimportant they might seem. That's crazy yeah. to think about, that yes. he knows all of that information about us. Gosh, each one of us. Yeah. It's amazing. It's unfathomable. It is. That's all I had for 39. Yes, me too. Okay, chapter 40. The Lord told Moses to set up the tabernacle, and he placed all the items that the skilled workers made uh, in the tabernacles God instructed. And in Exodus chapter 40, verses 20 and 21, he took the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant and placed them inside the ark. Then he attached the carrying poles to the ark and he set the ark's cover, the place of atonement, on top of it. Then he brought the ark of the covenant into the tabernacle and hung the inner curtain to shield it from view, just as the Lord had commanded him. And then uh, I wanted to read one more uh, one more set of verses, Exodus chapter 40, verses 34 through 38, because this is just yes. beautiful. Then the cloud covered the tabernacle and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could no longer enter the tabernacle because the cloud had settled down over it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Now, whenever the cloud lifted from the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out on their journey following it. But if the cloud cloud did not rise they remained where they were until it lifted the cloud of the lord hovered over the tabernacle during the day and at night fire glowed inside the cloud so the whole family of israel could see it this continued throughout all their journeys i love that beautiful yeah i i had one note mm -hmm. it says exodus begins in gloom and ends in glory this parallels our progress through the Christian life. We begin as slaves to sin, are redeemed by God, and end our pilgrimage living with God forever. The lessons the Israelites learned along the way are the ones we also need to learn. Mm. I just thought that was great. I just, we need that cloud. Yeah. I want that cloud. That would be so amazing. Wouldn't that be nice if we were each born with a little puff of it? Uh, our own little personal a God little, cloud? Little, our own little personal God cloud. Like, oh, there. Or, oh, that comes when you start walking. <laughs> That'd be or amazing. Or once your umbilical cord falls off, the cloud comes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> a little baby God cloud. Yeah. <laughs> your little baby God cloud comes. Your BGC. Once your umbilical cord falls off. <laughs> that would 
be so cute. I know, but it just pop, it just kind of appears. Oh, there's this little there baby cloud. But I guess we do have it internally with the Holy Spirit. We do, but it would be nice to have something like yeah. that. Yeah, us that are more visual people. <laughs> but you know, that's all right. <laughs> We're not going to get that. No. We can't. He can't start it now. No. Oh no. Not now. But you know. You know that's all right. Then it would be cute though. It would be little baby God cloud. <laughs> but if we can't because Jesus went on the cross for us. He did. But you know they didn't go anywhere but just stayed. Like we would have real good signs. Yeah. But still, those people didn't behave. No, they didn't. God. Even with that, even with the God cloud. Well, we have the Holy Spirit and we don't behave. That's true. That's true. It's the same. You know, they would probably say, gosh, we could have something inside of us. Wow. You know what? You're right. They would say the grass is greener on the other side. You're right. We all should, we all should, um, be, be um, writing this paragraph down about Exodus begins, blah, 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 mm-hmm. that I read because, but anyway, that's true. But that was so good. That oh. was. Was that it for chapter 40? I think so. That's all you had. That's okay. all I had. Okay. Uh, and that's it. That is the end of Gosh. Exodus. Congratulations, everyone. Yay. Yay. So we finished the first two books of the Bible. Wow. And uh, so now we, you and I went back and forth on this and we prayed on it. My gosh. So we are going to go chronologically. Okay. Uh, because that's what we're working with. As we mentioned in the first episode of our podcast, we're working with the, uh, the chronological Bible. But you don't need one. No. You can just follow along with whatever you're using, the regular Bible or an app. It's all good. And always remember that um, with any any of this information, with any of the books of the Bible, we always encourage you to go back. And if you want to get more in depth uh, with anything, because we know this is just kind of to get everyone understanding what's going on. If you want to get more in depth, we always encourage that. Yes. Um, so... Let's give out some information. Our email is basicbiblestudy19 at gmail.com. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash mybasicbiblestudy. And then the website is mybasicbiblestudy.com. And you can find all the information on there as well. So for next time, we know Leviticus is next. But for next time, since we're going chronologically, we're going to read Numbers chapters 7, 8, 9, and 10, verses 1 through 10. Yep. That'll be for next time. And it's much, you will understand why. Right when you first read the first first sentence yes. of 7. It really falls into place more logically and we think that you'll have a better time understanding it. Yes. All right. So we hope everyone takes care. Take care of yourself. Have a blessed week. And we will catch you next time. Yes. God bless you all. Thank you for listening.